we are off in 2020. First JASP of the new year. Welcome in, everyone. Greg Swatek, Alan Etzler. Pleased to be rejoined by yeah. Josh Smith after a few weeks away. That was a heck of a layoff for you. Yeah, right. I was working. I was working. That, that was I just a, wasn't working on the podcast. It was an extended holiday for... <clears throat> excuse me. I got something... <coughs> <laughs> Excuse me, guys. You should clear your throat before throat. we yes. start recording. It's a cold, right? cold going around, exactly, I think. Exactly. But, uh, we don't have a cough button here, do we? Right. But extended holiday for Josh, but but, but good to have it him back. It wasn't. It wasn't really it was a holiday, break from you punks. Yeah. That's all it was. Well, I, I mean, you guys are sitting right next to each other today, but I was wondering if we were going to have to have uh, you on separate start sides of the room. strangling Alan here. Because, um, Alan's not on the 49ers, so I, have, I, I, I won't attack him. Thanks. Because on uh, Saturday afternoon, Allen's 49ers host Josh's Vikings in a big uh, NFC divisional playoff game. And uh, I, guess, I guess we'll start there with the NFL. Just how do you guys feel about this matchup? In your, in, I know Josh doesn't think the Vikings are going to win, but Allen, how comfortable do you feel about uh, your 49ers? Well, I don't, I don't feel comfortable because I, like you, Greg, think the Vikings are actually good. Um, I, I, I think they're good. <laughs> I just don't think they will ever come through when I want them to, when I need uh, that's them fair. to. Except that's fair. They, they never will. Except they occasionally do, though. I, they, Greg, they've never won a Super Bowl. <laughs> no, no, true. That's all that matters. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. By that standard, That's yes. all I'm talking by, about. By, that's by that the standard. only thing that matters to me. Is them actually winning a Super Bowl? I, uh, I, I think I'm like 60-40, 49ers, yeah. uh, Vikings. I think the Niners have a more talented team. I am worried about the discrepancies at the skill positions, which I think is a big Big advantage for Adam the Vikings. Adam Thielen hurt his ankle at practice today, and Stephon Diggs has not practiced yet. Because right, they're going to play. And Josh. their offensive coordinator is interviewing with the Browns. And, and <laughs> Kevin Stefanski's head is in Cleveland. No, it's fine. <laughs> the they're... game's over already. <laughs> Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I mean he's he's the whole he's the whole engine to their offense. And even no matter how good of a team they've played against, uh, they've played that is is good against stopping the run. Dalvin Cook's been able yeah. to run against all of them. Yeah, it's it's all about him with with their offense. Uh, I mean, Thielen's going to play. Diggs is going to play. The question is whether or not Kirk Cousins can get the well, ball. Whether he'll show up, right? Yeah, he, I mean, I, I I can't disagree with that. I mean, I think if if. Uh, Cousins shows up, then it'll be a good game. If he has his, if he has his, you know, typical Kirk moments, unlike what he did on sun, uh, Sunday, uh, it's going to be, it'll be decidedly in the 49ers' favor. But I think I'm excited about watching it because, and you and I have talked about this throughout the season. Is both of them are like mirror images, very, very similar. among uh, among the teams in the NFL. They Don't both they run, run similar the Shan- offenses, right? Yeah. So the it's sa- the same offense. It's the same offense. It's the Shanahan offense, of course. Gary Kubiak is the one who's in Minnesota, sort of pulling the strings above Kevin Stefanski, who's calling the plays. But and then of course Kyle Shanahan is is running his dad's offense with a bunch of new and cool wrinkles um, in, in San Francisco. So I that's going to be cool. I mean, Browns fans are sort of hoping that if they hire Stefanski, he'll bring that yeah. offense to Cleveland, where they have Chubb and Hunt, yes. and can actually use their running game. You're going to have to overhaul that offensive line, though. Yeah, that's they do. the thing. Right. Yeah, the, the whole there's a whole different scheme to the, to the offensive line play in that offense, and not only that, but like. I think the great thing about it is, and the reason why you've seen uh, Cousins have success this year, and probably a lot of the reason why Garoppolo is, is is playing really well, is just because that offense is it's easier to for a quarterback to succeed in that offense, yeah. just because it's all predicated on uh, you know play actions and. Uh, sub packages and deception and motion and all this different stuff. And if you get the right guy in that 
in the, at the quarterback position who can uh, you know who does those play actions well and can read a defense um, in the different layers that is presented with their scheme. It's they have success. They just do. And and I think both of these teams are an example of that for sure. Like I don't know how great Garoppolo really is, but he right. plays well in that offense. I think the thing I'm looking forward to the most, and you mentioned the mirror images on offense, but there's a lot of similarities on defense too. And they're built through the defensive line. Yeah. And, you know, the Vikings have a guy like Harrison and, and Anthony Barr, and they've got some, you know, yeah. some good guys on the back end and, and linebacker. And so are the Niners, but the absolute strength of that team is along Studs. the line. Yeah. And I'm interested because I don't think either team's strength is the offensive line. Yeah. That's the problem with that. And this is the big, the main reason I don't think the Vikings will win the game is because when they've lost, it's been against de- uh, teams with defensive lines like San Francisco, or they have game records. Like last year, they played the Niners in the, in the opener yeah. uh, and it was in Minnesota and DeForest Buckner just had his way now they have a, they have new guys up there but those are traditionally the guys that the Vikings struggle with they're those interior guys that can just wreck a game and not only that but they have Bosa on the outside I'm not so much worried about the outside guys I'm worried about the interior of that line holding up and I think yeah. as they've played the season out when they play poorly it's because the interior of the line just doesn't hold up against these studs that they come right. up against and they've done something both teams have done something in the last couple of weeks, that they've they've each done it, they've both moved outside guys inside. Yeah, and they're starting to move their their pieces, their rushers yeah. around and putting them on different spots of the line, which I think is smart. And I hope yeah. they, I hope to see it on Saturday. I, I think it'll happen because it's been it's it's brought success. And the Vikings were that was the main reason that they stopped Breeze. Breeze was just he had nowhere to go that because they got pushed up the middle. They they moved uh, uh, Griffin. They sent Griffin up the middle, and they they had. Uh, uh, Daniel Hunter, you know, coming at him from that angle, and he just wasn't ready for it, right. and it caused all kinds of problems. I, nobody's saying that Bre- Drew Brees played like crap in that game. We're, we're going to get to this because the other old like nobody qu- will say that, but he did because the other old quarterback didn't play super well either, and he hasn't been playing uh, very well, and that would right. be uh, Tom Brady. So we're going to get into yeah, okay. the old quarterback discussions. But the reason why I give the Vikings a real shot to win this game is for what you guys just mentioned. Uh, just the Vikings D line uh, with Griffin and Hunter. Uh, two stud pass rushers because I don't think Garoppolo is the best quarterback on, 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 under pressure. I, I think you could rattle him if, if you get some real heat. Yeah, but on he him. can. But he can move. <clears throat> he can move. That's and, the problem that they're that he'll, he'll pose. He, to them. He's capable, but I, I I just don't. I think he could be rattled if if you really get after him. And I think the Vikings have the capability to get after him. Uh, the Vikings is a run stopping team. Are they? I, I, I don't uh, they're so so. That that's not their. I mean, the, they've been okay, but they've come up against some pretty good teams this year in terms of running, uh, rushing the ball against them. Like Seattle just gouged them, and they've had some problems in a couple of games. I think Green Bay beat them, battered them pretty good both times on the ground. So that could be a problem. But the interesting thing is, like both of these teams, as we're saying, like both of the teams' defenses are used to facing this style of offense. They so face I don't know it every if, day in practice. So I don't know how that will play. I could see it being a defensive struggle just because they are somewhat used to that scheme. It's still hard, very hard to t- stop because they have so many wrinkles. Each I don't of think those you're going to see a lot of sustained drives. Yeah. I think the scoring plays are going to be – off of big plays. Maybe it's not a 40-yard yeah. touchdown, but maybe it's yeah. a 40-yard pass that gets you down to the two and then you punch it in, something yeah. like that. I don't think there's going to be a lot of them. I, I, I agree with that. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game uh, Yeah, it's going to be a competitive game, I think, no matter what. Well, the 49ers win, certainly can. Could the Vikings win? I, I, I think they can, uh, too. Um, it, it, it should be I, – I think, I think it's – It's all going to come down to the kickers. 
Oh, and that's never good for Minnesota in <laughs> the playoffs. It hasn't been great for the Niners <laughs> this year either. I, I think it's the best game of the uh, of the four. I, th- I think it's the best game of the week. Man, that's so, I don't know. These games are pretty awesome. I mean, this whole slate. I, I actually thought it was, in terms of matchup, now the Saints would have been an interesting game. I thought it was the absolute best matchup of a game you could have gotten in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, well, you saw the Niners Saints ring up. They, they it wasn't a defensive. There was no right. defense. Yeah, I don't want to watch game. a forty-eight to forty-six game. I yeah, know a lot of people crazy. thought it was entertaining. I, I know. I'm with you, Alan. I, I appreciate some defense yeah. being yeah. played. Like, <laughs> like right. these, these college games are like seventy-two. When Texas A&M beat LSU, like seventy-two to seventy, that what that was not a good game. Right. I mean, I agree with that because, like, just look at the way the league is is built and the league is the way it's grown and how it's just all predicated on offense and scoring points. It's nice when you get a team that can actually stop an offense. Yeah, I mean, and make you know the other team have real trouble moving the ball regularly. Like that's refreshing. Like that's football. You know, I mean, that's what, that's what it's all about when you get down to this part of the season. Right. Yeah. So you have to, you have to play some defense. The, the other matchups are good too. Uh, uh, Allen, uh, it was last week or two weeks ago said the Titans are his dark horse team. I like it. Uh, I, I, I'm not surprised at all that they beat New England. I, I thought that they would. Yeah. Uh, in, in exactly the manner that they did by running Derrick Henry a, a bunch of different times. Can can they give the Ravens a game? I th- I think yes. To beat them, though, I think Ryan Tannehill is going to have to play a lot better because he had less than 100 got, yards got passing. Got to throw for more than 70 yards. <clears throat> right. He had less than 100 yards passing against New England. So I, I think the key to the Ravens game is Tannehill. If he plays well, Tennessee has a real shot. If he doesn't, the, the Ravens are going to eat him up. So that, that, that's sort of how I look at that game. I can see that also being the low scoring because Absolutely. If, the, if the Titans, if they're able to do what they want to do, they'll be keeping Lamar off the field. <laughs> right. And and that's what the Ravens do just generally. They just grind clock. So, and, But I don't think Derrick Henry is going to run wild yeah. on the Ravens like he did in New England. So no, the, there's the, the, going to be a Ravens, much lower yards per carry. Average. The Ravens have a much better run defense than the Patriots do. So. I would like to see Tennessee get uh, – Derrick Henry involved in the pass game a little bit more. Yeah, he's, he's, he's actually shown he's, some he's good hands. He's fantastic on on the screens. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends pointed this out to me. He's like, "Why don't they throw more screens?" I, I really uh, think out they of should space because who wants to tackle that guy in the, in the open? Yeah, field? especially exactly. if you're going to get like a cornerback out there on a screen pass that weighs you know 190 pounds against him. That's that's why wouldn't you? You're right. right. So, so I, I think that has a chance to be a game too. Rain could be a factor, but but it's supposed to be really warm this weekend. So so I, I think in all the games it's not going to. What's be the forecast calling for in San Francisco? Do you know? Probably sunshine and wind. I think I, I, think, I, I think I heard like fifties and decent weather. So, um, okay. so I, I don't think weather will be. A I don't factor look at the forecast this far out because it changes right. too fast. <laughs> yeah, and then Houston, KC. I, I, I could sort of see Kansas City running away. with All that I one. care about is watching the Deshaun Watson and Patrick yeah. Mahomes. It's the best quarterback matchup. It's the most fun quarterback. That's going to be. Movies. That's going to be a blast. I think Buffalo kind of blew the game on uh, Saturday. Yeah, uh, I mean. I mean, not just the Watson play where he shook off the two guys for the sack, but I mean they were in position to to kick a field goal that there was a penalty that knocked him out of field goal range and just a little self inflicted. Well, they were up sixteen nothing in the game. I didn't think. they and do something like near the end of the game? Uh, they was, went for it on fourth down and they should have punted it. They ended up getting the ball back, but it was like, what are you doing? Right, like, Sean This McGurk, isn't a point. This isn't one of those. Was it times, fourth and seventeen? Something crazy. And, 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 they, and they went for it. And they went for it and missed. Um, but then they gave up the third and eighteen on a little dump off pass to I think it was Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson. Um, so Buffalo really screwed up in a lot of ways to well, lose that game. Yeah, and they could have screwed up even more with that that 
whatever that lateral that Josh Allen tried to throw on that run that he had. Well, the, the, Josh Allen deteriorated as that yeah. game went along, and and the, the the moment seemed to get to him. He got, got off to a good start, but the pressure definitely seemed to get to him as the game wore on there. Buffalo's a young team, though, and I think they'll be back. They I, will. They're, they're an interesting team. They're, they're a defensive team. They, and they're they, they, not they, in a they, bad they, spot. They win with their defense. And Josh yeah. Allen, I think, has been better than certainly I thought and than, than most people thought. He hasn't been great so far, but but he's been better than – he hasn't been a disaster. I, I, yeah, I, I think if they built the offense uh, around his strengths a little more, like have him run a little more. I, why are you not using him a little more like Lamar is being or used? Tanny Hill or Tannehill. Ta- right. Yeah. I, I, I think – I don't know who the coordinator is there. I think it's a young guy it's or a, a new it's guy. A, no, it's actually Brian Dayball, oh, okay. um, who's not an old guy. He's in his mid-40s. Right. He's getting um, head coaching interviews. Yeah, yeah the, the Browns, who he coordinated their offense before. They they talked to him uh, uh, this week. Um, Buffalo needs some skill guys. They need I like mean, a big receiver. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Cole Beasley's like their their best receiver. Their, their running backs are, are – Frank Gore is amazingly still in the league, but, but they sort of have – unheralded running backs too right so buffalo just needs a, a few weapons i think sean mcdermott's a, a decent coach and the last game of the weekend i don't think anyone was surprised that the eagles lost the nfc east was horrible all season long so so seattle going in there would have been nice to see them lose with the wentz though right i mean now they were right the there eagles fans have a complaint they were right there so yep. if wentz plays i mean who knows? That guy, he, you know, he's capable and he certainly could have pulled pulled it off. Yeah, I mean they put in 40-year-old Josh McCown who Played held okay. his own. Yeah, held his own. He just is not capable like his, his entire career he's not making capable of making the play your team needs to win a big game. Wasn't he the Browns so starter? He at some was. Point? <laughs> <laughs> One of the 40 quarterbacks yeah. that have come through Cleveland. So so no one was surprised with that. Carson Wentz, he's he's been sort of an injury-prone guy and I, I think I mentioned this to you guys in a text over the weekend. He seems to be a guy. He's married. He seems to have a lot of outside interests in life. I, I don't think he's like long what? For the what is he? he sits in a freaking duck blind or something. He's a hunter. Yeah, right? He's an outdoorsman. Yeah, but but I mean, he just strikes me as a guy that isn't going to let his brain he's get super destroyed. religious too, isn't he? Maybe, but he's not. So gonna, he's the leader in the clubhouse to pull the Andrew Luck or or the Gronk saying with, with, with gas left in the tank, he's he's gonna he's gonna call it quits. I mean, it's a total gas. On, I mean, what do I know? But um, but I I, yeah. I I I just think he can't stay healthy for sure. I just think he's gonna say, ah, you know what? I want to. Uh, enjoying my kids and uh, if, well, my if, if and when he has kids, my, in my brain. brain. <laughs> yeah, he's just not gonna. He's, not, he's just not gonna let his brain get bashed in playing football. So we'll we'll see. But the Eagles uh, need some help because they. Were, <laughs> they need to stay healthy. Maybe their like, skill guys, positions were decimated. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Deshaun Jackson. Um, Alshon Jeffrey didn't play half the year. Jackson was right. out like the entire year, basically. Uh, they had to bring back uh, what was his name Matthews at some point. I don't even know if he played on. I didn't watch that game very closely. Yeah, I don't know how you guys feel about Miles Sanders as a running back. I mean, yeah. de- he's fine. De- decent. So, <laughs> I think Boston um, Scott's better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's a little playmaker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Peterson, Doug Peterson's, I think, I think is a good coach. But but the uh, Eagles won a bad division. That's the only reason why they were in the playoffs. Uh, pretty much, no one thought uh, they'd have much of a chance. Alan, looking at that, the game. With Seattle and Green Bay, like so, as a Niners fan, and let's assume the Niners win, who would you prefer to see them face? Um, 
Well, it's hard to say you want to face Aaron Rodgers because the NFL would just call it so he can go to the Super Bowl. Of course. I can't stand that. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to look at Russell Wilson's face again. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, this, is I, a tough, this is a tough one for me. I'd yeah. be much more scared of Russell Wilson than Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, yeah, they, Rod, I mean, Rodgers, they, Rodgers has not been that great this season. They wrecked the Packers in the first time they played. Yeah. And I don't want to say, like, oh, that'll happen again. But I, I think I'd rather – like, I think I feel better about that matchup. I really just don't think the Packers are that good. I don't. I, all season long, I have not thought they were that good of a team. They have their Aaron Rodgers up and down, but they've done enough no, to win. But, and, I, and I don't even—I think Aaron Rodgers is like their third best offensive player this year. Behind That's not Aaron, true. But behind, behind Aaron Jones and he's not—he's not a better—he's a better player than Aaron Aaron Jones. He's Aaron Rodgers is still really good. Like, oh well, yes, but but he was my fantasy quarterback, and I barely made the freaking playoffs. Right. Okay, yeah, well, like, like that's he, what's coloring I'm, I'm, your I'm, opinion. I'm, I'm saying that, I'm saying this season uh, over, yeah, overall. Dis- yes, disagree. Okay, <laughs> sorry. All right, like he's the reason why they're good. No, but why did they beat the Vikings a couple weeks ago? Not because of him, because like Aaron, they, Aaron Jones had a big run. Or well, uh, the Vikings totally defensively, Zadarius Smith destroyed them. That's why they won the game. No, yeah, right, okay. So it wasn't it wasn't even Aaron Jones. But uh, I don't know. I would have. I'm having a hard time even mustering the. I don't even want to watch that game because I hate both. I don't. Of those teams I can't so much. stand either team. I'm not going to watch. I yeah. Don't think. I mean, I I just I think. Uh, <laughs> It's like the NFL's golden child, right? Go Aaron Rodgers against God's quarterback, <laughs> right? So, like, who prevails? I, I was going to say God's golden child. Yeah, right. I mean, do you want to do you want to mess with Russell Wilson karma right. in the playoffs? I mean, they they That's almost the be, they almost freaking beat the 49ers when when they had no business being in that. They were an inch away from right. from having home field advantage and winning the division. So, I think like Russell Wilson drawing off the Lord's strength will he will win this game. He will like pull, he's it's going to be a rabbit out of the hat game for him. He's going to do yeah. some crazy crap or he's going to run around behind the line of scrimmage for five minutes and then throw some touchdown pass to win the game i can totally see russell wilson I, I think the seahawks are winning yeah. I, I, like for rogers hasn't been that great this season and I, I the packers have a much better defense than they've had in recent years for him but but he's not the same quarterback this right. season to me and and russell's like one of those guys who can negate uh, you know really good pass rush by just eluding and yeah. running for there is no better guy at eluding. yeah i, I mean uh, off schedule plays yeah. creating those things i mean the 49 really the 49ers were totally dominating them and they almost won and they were an inch away from winning it it was, yeah. it was, it was crazy in, in the regular season finale, Before that happens so. every time the niners play this yeah I think yeah but no except they usually win it, it happens every time with russell it, ha- it happens every time with russell wilson uh, throwing up some prayer that drops into his receiver's arms. Uh, you you can argue the Seahawks uh, the, the, the 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 pass interference that wasn't reviewed that wasn't uh, called in that game yeah. that would have put the ball on the one yard line. There was that bizarre delay of game that backed him up and forced them to throw. Right, <laughs> it, it was a ridiculous ending to that game that the Seahawks should have never even been in in the first place. But. I, I don't bet against Russell Wilson. Yeah, at, at, I'm with this you time on that. of year. I'm not sure that they'll make the Super Bowl. I, I, they can be beaten, but but if I had to bet, I would put my I, money on Russell Wilson. I feel yeah. a lot better about playing them since it's not involving Chris Carson. Yes, and Rashad Penny. Yeah, I agree. I with mean, that. Homer's been impressive, and and Lynch has been okay. But I mean, Chris Carson. Carson's a stud. He's a stud. Yeah, he's, he's the horse. he's the guy who who torched the Vikings when they went up to to Seattle. And uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. <clears throat> Uh, Tom Brady's contract up is, is up, and there's been a lot of talk uh, since, since they've lost. Uh, w- would he possibly leave the Patriots? I personally can't see it, but I don't know how you guys uh, feel about that. Uh, Robert Kraft will not allow that to happen. 
he's going to play there at least one more year. I don't know what the contract will end up being, but he, if he plays next year, he's in New England, and it's because of Robert Kraft telling Bill Belichick well, he's coming back. Right. Well, he uh, he already sided with Tom Brady over Garoppolo. Right. Like Belichick was ready to get rid of Brady right. for Garoppolo, and, and Kraft stepped in and said, no, he's not playing elsewhere. I, I think the same thing would happen again, but then would Belichick say, I'm at this I mean, can you see Bill Belichick saying, I need to move on from this quarterback? I don't want to be the coach anymore yeah. if he's the quarterback. Maybe he says that, but I don't, I don't think that's like, happening. Well, like, well, like would Kraft, I, I don't think so either, but would Kraft be forced to choose between, between Belichick and Brady? And who? And Belichick would be the smarter choice, obviously, because yeah. Brady, how much longer is he going to be able to play? He, he's not. He's still, a, for a 42-year-old guy, he's one hell of a quarterback, but, but he's not the Tom Brady yeah. in his prime I don't know. I just think you surround him with a couple more players and see if he can do one more time, right? Maybe one more year. I think the – it's a real value for the Patriots that he's a free agent because yeah. you're going to get a bargain, I yeah. think. He's not going to be taking up $23 million, million dollars yeah. next we'll, year, we'll, right? We'll see. Maybe he wants to get uh, – he doesn't need the money, but, but – but, but, He wants to but, win. He doesn't really uh, – he's taking pay cuts years sure. over years over years. Right, and, and, his wi- and his wife makes as much money as yeah. he does. He do- so. he, I, I don't really think he's going to go out looking for a bunch of – he's going to get paid. He'll get the 17 or whatever. But I don't think he'll be like the thirty million. Range. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are pushing the idea that he would demand a huge contract. He would be willing to play elsewhere. I, I he just doesn't strike me as a guy that wants to add the Joe Montana chapter onto his career with with, with another mm-hmm. team because he's a he. Montana was his idol, mm-hmm. and I think he Montana was decent in Kansas City. He wasn't a terrible quarterback. He got him into a championship game. But um, the only team I could see this happening, and I would love, I would love it. But it's too. I think it's too late in the career. Is if he went to Indianapolis mm-hmm. and won like more than Peyton, <laughs> <laughs> just because he wants to one up his biggest rival right. in yeah. right. in his career. He's going to be forty three at the start of next uh, yeah, season. Right, he, yeah. there's not enough time to win more than Peyton. Right, right, yeah, and and with Breeze too. I mean, it it sort of became a vogue thing for these quarterbacks to say, "Hey, I want to play until I'm forty five, or I want to play until I'm in the mid forties. But actually, doing it is a is is, is another story. And Brady just can't lift. He's still very good, but he just can't lift the team like he like he once did. And I think that's what contributed to the Patriots' demise this year. And Breeze too. He hasn't he hasn't been very good in recent playoff games or or big games himself. So I have an interesting idea for for uh, both of those teams, and that is whichever one of those quarter. I think one of those quarterbacks doesn't maybe doesn't play at, at that with that team next year and whichever quarterback that is i think teddy bridgewater is going to be the guy who takes over and be a great choice i could see him going to new england if they part ways with with brady because i mean teddy's going to be a free agent and he's already already he's already there and they love him and sean payton has already said he he is the guy we want to to you know as the heir apparent to drew Brees. right so he's a name to really pay attention to I, i mean he's not He's certainly not a flashy quarterback, um, but he's somewhat in the mold of a Brady style. You know what I mean? Like he could go up there and run that offense, I think, and um, be a Belichick quarterback. So there's another job. there's another near forty quarterback, not under not under contract, who a lot of people don't think will be back with his team. That's Philip Rivers. Right. So we'll go through the three teams. Who do you think will be the starting quarterback next, next year? Next year, Ooh. New England, 
New Orleans. San Diego uh, San is the or wild Los card. Angeles, sorry. Yeah, Los Angeles is the tough one, I think, to decide. I think Brady is in New England. Yeah, I, I'd say Brady's back with the Patriots. Um, I'd agree. I think Breeze is still going to be the quarter, starting quarterback. I, I would agree with, with that. The for the same, he won a Super Bowl. He's beloved in New Orleans for for reasons other than football. I mean, I, I just I, it's Teddy again. Like, I, I mean, I could see him going to San Diego or Los Angeles. I, I really could. I could. He's a, he's he would be to me the number one. Um, free agent quarterback uh if the other guys sort of fall into place first you know what i mean like if 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 you know that brady's going to be back in new england um and rivers is going to be moving on i think i would be chasing i hope he gets a shot i just don't think he will i yeah. think i think a team like san diego goes to a, a tua <clears throat> or something like that i'm not sold on that kid at all and, and now he's got major health issues i'm not either <laughs> but i think that's what's going to happen okay right that'll He'll be, the, be a top 10 yeah he, he declared for the draft this week and that'll be the talk of the combine is his medical testing and all 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 that stuff but I, i'm i'm with you I, I think he would have been better served to come back to alabama get another big time season under his belt there and a little more experience he i mean he's coming off an injury so you have the major question about the health how will he translate to the nfl my, my so. problem with him is that he is injury prone already and he's reckless Mm-hmm. Like so, he, he doesn't has protect a, himself. He has an ankle injury, has surgery or whatever it was, and then he's out there running around like crazy. I mean, what are you doing like, for no money? Right. Think well, of what he'll do if he's getting paid. <laughs> yeah, they, they, so. they, I blame some of that on Nick Saban in Alabama for rushing yeah. him back Me for too. for uh, the LSU game uh, because he wasn't clearly wasn't healthy, and then I think the one injury set up the other injury. Yeah. So I, I I put a lot of blame on Saban in Alabama for that. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't I don't know. I don't I'm. And, and I'm going to say Rivers for the Chargers too. Oh, you think I, he's going to come back? I I, okay. I I I don't think they'll be able to move. I mean, the guy's been commuting from San Diego for the last. So he's you don't think he's retiring though? Uh no. I, I he's he. I think he wants to give it one more go with maybe a slightly retooled roster. The AFC's bad. But so, wait, but, uh, but so if I, you're the Chargers, wouldn't you just wouldn't you be ready to move on from him at this point? Let's think not, about you're it. You're not in a position to win. If you're the Chargers, <clears throat> they need they need the draft. They need to draft his yeah. successor clearly. But but if you gave him one more year to sort of play it out and see, it, I mean, the, now with New England uh, wobbling, the AFC is more winnable than ever. than ever. The Chiefs' defense has played a lot better, but I mean, I don't know, man. It's still not great. Who's knocking so. off the Ravens? You know, I mean, they're they're in, they're set up like <laughs> right. as long as this offense continues to work, like. They are set up to be, uh, you know, a pretty damn good team. For yeah, a long and they, time. they beat they beat the Ravens uh, this season yeah. already once. Um, and with their defense playing better, they would they would have a shot. I'm really excited to watch uh, Jake Fromm from University of Georgia, who declared for the draft today, yeah. fall to the second round and be picked by the Patriots, and then go on oh, to go man. to ten Pro yeah. Bowls. <laughs> yeah, I can absolutely see that happening. <laughs> Where, Garoppolo's what at the start of the second round? Is that where they yeah. got him? But apparently, they love this Jared Stidham, like Brady's backup. They, they don't actually love like, that. That's what I read today. I was like, no way. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Yeah, they're, they're not turning the keys. They're uh, <laughs> going straight from Brady to Jared J- Stidham. J- J- <laughs> uh, J- Josh said happening. it. Robert Kraft is not letting Tom Brady leave. Like yeah. he he will lock Brady in his mansion or whatever and, and, and not, not let him come out till he agrees to come back and brady said today that he's interested in playing so this idea that he yeah. would retire is, is, is not happening because he still has quote things left to prove so yeah. or a lot left to prove um so he's yeah, not, that, he's, that pride's gonna gonna so get him he, hurt so he's not retiring it's gonna hurt so. his legacy 
Uh, time now for my bad look of the week. And uh, we're, we're going to switch gears here. But my bad look of the week is Isaiah Thomas of, of, the, uh, of the Wizards. Oh, yeah. Who bumped an official 90 seconds into a game and was ejected. Uh, shortly, a, a week or so after going into the stands uh, to confront the fan and, and, and drawing a big fine for that. So Isaiah Thomas is a pretty likable dude, uh, a, a, a smallish player in, uh, who's made it in the NBA, had success. Uh, the passing of his uh, sister was a sort of a heartwarming and sympathetic story a few years ago in the playoffs. It's like, but <laughs> it seems like something's happened with him in uh, in this last these last few months and he's become a different player and a different person and he's getting involved in all these things you yeah. don't really associate him uh doing this like, paved the way for ish smith to be a star for right the wizards, well uh, that's, a, that's, a that's, thing. All, that's cool that's the thing like the wizards have beaten like three with, with bradley beal hurt and the yeah. wizards have like three decent wins over miami uh they beat um denver and they beat yeah. boston and they beat boston with, with this banged up roster i don't even know who these players are right <laughs> i know ish smith is because he's like literally played on every team in the nba right. over the last five years and his last name is smith and he's too, a smith so. but yeah i don't know who these guys are it's <laughs> like the or it's like looking at the orioles roster right but isaiah thomas is who's been acting uh strange yeah. uh lately the bad uh, look of the yeah. week yeah he's my he's my bad look of the week did you have, did you I, have a man, good look? i struggled this week coming in coming in for all our little segments i couldn't come up with a good look um I did, I but I did mention to you guys like uh, something that could be co- conceived as a bad look, and that's uh, and and I hate to like take this on a serious tangent because we're always just joking around about everything, and I hate to talk about this kind of stuff, but like anybody who's out there sending out memes or putting together memes about World War Three, like making it like it's some kind of joke, uh, it's just not a laughing matter, people. Wars are not entertainment. Wars aren't like. A Netflix show, okay? Or, or they're not a hashtag on Twitter. They're either. not a hashtag. So knock it off. Like, I'm just tired of seeing it already all over my social media feeds. It's gotten to the point where, like, I don't know how, but my kid came home the other day and was asking me about, like, is World War Three happening? Like, he was clearly, like, concerned about whatever it was. I don't know where he even heard it. But, my, you know, my, I'm like, come my, on. My brother's fiance who teaches in the inner city kids, young inner city yeah. kids, she was going to have to talk about that in class right. on Monday because every, because everyone's talking about World War Three on social media and stuff yeah. like that. It was going to be a topic. Yeah, I don't think it's funny. Don't make jokes about it for a cheap like on your social media account. Like, get you know, get a life, people. Like, it's, that's just one thing that bothers me about so one of many things that bothered me about social media. So right. I'll so, get off my soapbox now. Alan had a good look uh, for you. I think it was last week or the week before. Um, the, do you have a bad I, look or a good look? I don't look? have one. Uh, Any looks this I'll week? I'll back on that and say yeah. it's it's really easy to beat the war drum when you don't have to march to it. Exactly. But, so uh, a good way of saying it no, for I, sure. I don't. I don't have one this week. Right. Uh, who are we throwing on the boat? You guys have a boat uh, candidate. Uh, I mean, this guy really doesn't deserve to be thrown. But I'm gonna throw him on the boat anyway. I didn't even know who this guy was. Uh, the the Baylor football coach Matt Rule is yeah. his name. Who's now the is he the Giants Panthers coach? coach? The Panthers coach. Right. Yeah. Man, that guy looks like a slob. Man, I could not stand. I was watching that game. It was Baylor. It was the Baylor Georgia game. Whatever the whatever that game was. Right. And I'm looking at this guy on the sideline, and he's he looks like he look. I I don't know. He just he's got a terrible look. I don't know why you would make him the face of your organization. So it's like like Matt Patricia. Like the guy is a fat slob, and you're gonna hire him as your Freddie, as the Freddie Kitchen as the yeah. face of your organization. Freddie Kitchen's the same guy. This guy Matt Rule looks like. I don't know. He just looks like a homeless dude or something. And I'm watching the game the other day, and I'm, like, laughing at at the, his appearance, and they keep showing him on the sideline. And he goes to spit, 
and he spits on himself. <laughs> like I could not get over this. I just kept laughing. About it was it. like on his face. Or no, he spat on his shirt because he's like yeah. got a belly, and he just like spat, and of course it landed on his own shirt. <laughs> and it, it, it appeared well, on national TV. Well, well it wasn't going to fall to the ground. I was dying. It wasn't going to fall to the ground because he's got gut that, right. that, that, would, that would catch it. I mean, so. it's just amazing to me that guys like and the Panthers are paying him like sixty million dollars or something yeah, he, like he, that. He could buy whatever food he wants I now. I guess so. uh, I was set straight by our, our own Steve Bonell, who was like said that he turned around. Where did Steve go to college? Temple. Temple. Yeah, he's like he turned around my football program. I'm like ah, whatever, man. You know, and, and he took good and, for him, but he's a, and, looks like a slob. And he took over scandal-ridden Baylor and and let Baylor turn. I don't know if turnaround's the right word, but but he got yeah. them back on track. I mean, too. I don't know anything about the guy. That was like literally the first time I'd ever seen him, but now he's in the news and he's, he's, he's making he's, more he, money than he deserves. Right. And, he's been he's been in the NFL before, so. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can. I'm see throwing that. him on the boat because he looks he looks terrible. He, should, okay. he shouldn't be. You shouldn't look like that and be and well, be now, the face well, of now an he organization. Can, he can hire a personal trainer. <laughs> That's the thing that gets me. We've talked about this. Like these guys, they work for they work at schools where they're they're state of the art gyms and they have all this equipment. <laughs> they, they have personal trainers that are available. Well, they have dietitians. They have and they and, don't use them. And for sixty million dollars, he was making a. Uh, a ton of money at Baylor, oh, and and not, not only are the Panthers giving him sixty million dollars, they agreed to buy his buy. They, they took on his buyout at Baylor oh, wow. too. So yeah, that, that was like a seventy million dollar coach that they purchased. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, Baylor. I don't know. He, I'm sure he's a wonderful human being, but whatever. <laughs> I'm throwing him on the boat anyway. Right. I'm. Uh, I'll go in the same vein. I'm going to throw uh, people in charge of NA, NFL head coach uh, searches. Yeah, yes. and and the Rooney Rule because. That's clearly not effective because the fact that Eric Bieniemy how does he not have a job doesn't have a job as a head coach in the NFL is is just ridiculous. Um, I 100 percent agree with that, and I don't know what the Browns are just not interested in. Who are they interested in? Uh, the Browns want Josh McDaniels. Everybody, I, I, I think they're interested in everybody. They're bringing right. in Stefanski. They're bringing right. in Dayball. They're bringing in Martindale. Uh, Did Martindale go there to interview? No, no but Roman is. Okay. They're bringing in Sala from the 49ers. Right. They're bringing in McDaniel's. I mean, they're, I, I, they're I, I, bringing in everybody. I, I, I everybody think, who's got white skin. I, I, yeah, I, I think except they, for Sala. Well, Sala now is, they, yeah. they they did interview Bieniemy. You could call it the token Rooney Rule interview, but they did talk to Bieniemy. Um, I think their first choice is McDaniel's. Their second choice would be Stefanski, who was a finalist for him last year, and they pa- and they passed on. Yeah, I hope they just hire McDaniel's because so, I want Stefanski to come. I back. Eric Bieniemy, for all I know, could be the next great NFL coach. But I, I wonder about him for this reason, though. Like he's not calling plays he's in not. Kansas City. Right. Like Andy Reid's in charge of the entire offense in Kansas City. It's an Andy Reid production. And he's got a freak at quarterback. Like, if, if if you were an offensive coordinator and Patrick Mahomes was your quarterback, would, would that would that help you out a little? Yeah, bit? I mean they do have some pretty <clears throat> awesome personnel. Right, there. right. So I'm look. I'm not saying he's going to be a bad coach. He might be the next great coach, and I I'm with you. He deserves a chance somewhere. But but it, he's for me, he's a hard guy to get a read on because he's sort of the hot minority candidate. But I, I don't know what he is because he doesn't call plays and yeah. he's got a, he's got a freak quarterback. So. I don't know. It's been a lot of a lot of job openings over the last couple of years, and he, the idea that he hasn't gotten one to me is a little is a little strange. Do you think they, do you think the Rooney Rule needs to stay, go, tweaked? What, 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 what's your feeling, Alan? I, I mean, I would like it to stay because I'm a big fan of representation. Right. But if you're just going to use it as a token interview, no, that, that's, role, that's then, what I mean. Like, I'm not saying then what's the point. Yeah, I'm not it's saying. Clearly, I mean, yeah. it's clearly not working. We don't have <laughs> well, any more blackhead coaches that, in the league. That, that, that's why I ask. Like, is yeah. it even worth having around? So. No, I, I think a con- a, I think yeah. a concerted effort to actually hire these people by owners would be the would be the proper way to handle it. Well, <laughs> but, but, but you're not going to get that until you get black GMs and black. Well, owners I mean, the, the, the Cowboys who didn't even fire Jason Garrett until Saturday, 
um, and hired Mike McCarthy like the first thing Monday morning is like how could uh, my yeah. my first thought I, was how could they have possibly I'm not sure how that worked. Right. Apparently they interviewed Marvin Lewis on Friday while Jason Garrett was still employed as their head coach. So either either way you look at it, it's either they didn't give serious consideration to a minority candidate. Or they were talking to people while they still had a head coach. I mean, how can you be giving serious mm. – this is a real question. How can you be giving serious minority candidate conversations or consideration when you interview Marvin Lewis over just about any other minority right. candidate? Like you're clearly just bringing in an unemployed guy because he doesn't have any Right, and, and a guy who's – No, he was actually employed. He worked <laughs> for um, Herm Edwards at Arizona State. He was an assistant there. Right, but, but whatever. But, it's but not still, a real job. Like, <laughs> he was like assistant head but, coach. But Mar- it's not a real job. <laughs> but Marvin Lewis doesn't. Herm just came up with that one for <laughs> to give his buddy a paycheck. Hello. Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mar- Marvin Lewis is not a guy that needs a break. He's been in the league a long time. A guy like Eric right. Bieniemy could use the boost right. of yeah. going through the interview process and stuff like that. To your point, Alan. So I mean, I I don't know to, to speak on the the Cowboys situation. But I think everybody who is a fan of a team in the NFC East, other than the Cowboys, has to be thrilled that they just hired oh Mike McCarthy. Oh my God! What a Terrible, terrible. How hire. is that guy? How I'm is that so guy pumped. a oh, head coach? Oh, in the NFL? He's, he's reinvented himself. Now he's embracing analytics. Also, new, a new fat slob th- as a head coach. New age thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying you don't see many coaches of color get that second chance. Yeah, not when you've been as bad as Mike McCarthy was with Aaron Rodgers in his. Prime. He, did, he did. He did win a Super Bowl. Has anybody? Has anybody been interested in, in interviewing Les Frazier, who is the defensive coordinator in Buffalo, and did some has done some really nice things there? I haven't heard his name mentioned at all. You know, it's kind of surprising that he hasn't been a token black interview. You know, over these last couple I, of weeks, I, I, and he's another guy who I think if he got another chance, could how, be a how did you feel about? Coach. How did you feel about his tenure in Minnesota? I, I, oh, I thought he was. A, I think he's a really great. Uh, um, Defensive defensive mind. I think he. Uh, I think he basically just sort of handed the reins off to whoever's offensive coordinator was. Almost like how the Vikings do it now. Zimmer's like he, he's in charge of the defense, and he, you know, has somebody else basically as the head coach of the offense. So as long as he's in a situation like that, I think he could be really effective. If he had a good offensive coordinator. He's a great person. He comes from the Tony Dungy tree. Like he's just a fabulous human being, and probably you know, could be a head coach again in the NFL. But I just wonder if he's going to get that chance. People probably look at him and say, oh, he's already been a head coach. He didn't really do anything, um, you know, not interested. Right. But, you know, somebody like Jim Caldwell has been a head coach more than, you know, right. more than one place, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and he's not getting looked at because right. he hasn't, uh, outside of his years with Peyton Manning, he really hasn't done a whole heck of a lot of uh, big-time winning. Right. So um, my, I'm throwing – have we thrown St. – Saints fans onto the boat. We probably have. I'm, I'm, I, this, if this, I haven't, this, it'd be surprising. I, I'm just sick of their belly aching about the, the the refereeing, like with with the Kyle Rudolph play at the end of the yeah. game on Sunday. It's like it's a borderline play. I mean, it, the the, pro, the proper call was that probably, was the uh, definition uh, well, of a borderline. Right. Play. It was the proper definition was probably uh, they got it right with the no call because yeah. it wasn't an egregious shove off. It, it, it what Rudolph does probably happens on on a lot of plays and is never called. But at the same time, he did. There was a little push there right. but but it, it didn't warrant a flag in, in my opinion and there's already too many flags the defensive back was was holding his arm before the push off occurred so what's what started what caused him to push off the kid was gra- the guy was grabbing right so i mean i look at i mean i, I totally understand it that, that you would see that you would see that as pass interference i think a lot of people have come out and said they you can you can, you, you can make a case that it was right because but, there was a there, there was an arm motion that to, to create separation yeah. but the other thing is look at the league like they want touchdowns so 
I think that official, even if he was standing there and he thought maybe it could have been offensive pass interference, he's like, I'm just going to signal touchdown here because this is, this, is, this is what we do in the NFL. You know, we want to see passing touchdowns. Touchdown. We'll, review, we'll say we're going to review it. You know what I mean? I, it, it's, like, it's like holding to me. Like, if you really wanted to, you could probably call holding on every single, right. on every single snap, but the game would be unwatchable if you did that. So, I mean, I, I just wonder how many, how many plays this year have occurred similar to that where it's been a, it's been a touchdown and it was and it could have been considered offensive pass interference and that was called an offensive pass interference was an offensive pass interference was called it's probably a very small number of plays like they I, I mean, they just don't call that and I think that was what they came out and said like the pool reporter asked the official about it and he's like you know this is what we've been doing all year it right. was reviewed and that's the way we stuck with the call so I'm. Yeah, so I'm sick sick of Saints fans belly aching about the referee, and I'm sick of the Saints being in the position to where they can – uh, complain about the uh, complain yeah. about the officiating the game. costing them. Yeah. Right. There's there was yeah, how many other plays right. that they could have won the game on? Yeah, Drew Brees threw an interception in the NFC Championship game in overtime last yeah. year. The, the Saints the Saints had the ball first in overtime last year because that's that's the other big complaint is oh our team never touched the ball in overtime. The Chiefs last year. Drew so. Brees had, Drew Brees had the ball in the red zone and Donald Hunter <laughs> forced a fumble. I mean right. cover yeah. Adam Thielen when he's running sixty yards right. downfield. Right. Right. Exactly. So I'm I'm sick of Saints fans and they're belly aching about taking the league to court and stuff like that over uh, subjective officiating decisions. So Saints fans, uh, fill oh, up yeah. the fill up fill up the boat. The, so. the Saints, the Vikings cannot beat the Saints enough times <laughs> in the playoffs. It will never sat. I will never be satisfied. What, what is more sat- Packers or Vikings? What is the more I, satisfying? I think line? I hate the Saints more than I hate the Packers. I just told Jeremy Arias that out here in the newsroom, and he's a Packers fan. I I cannot stand either one of those teams, but my hatred for Sean Payton is deep. Deep man, and I and I even hate the way Drew Brees drinks out of a Gatorade bottle, man. Like I just can't stand the Saints. I was so so happy to see that they got knocked off again, and like it almost made like this week really honestly doesn't even matter to me. They're playing with house money. <laughs> they never should have won that game, so they can go to San Francisco and just lay it all on the line and see what happens. Did you have a bigger fear, Wilson or Rodgers, uh, for, for um, the championship I game? I am more concerned. Like, So if they were to pull off another miracle and get to the championship game, I would not want them to face Aaron Rodgers. I think they could go to Seattle. They almost beat Seattle in Seattle about yeah. five weeks ago. Right. Um, and, I don't, and I'm not afraid of Seattle's defense. So I think they could, they could pull that off if they had to go to Seattle. But I don't see them beating Aaron Rodgers. I just think he has their number this year. Okay. Uh, seen or to be seen? It seems like a pretty obvious choice for uh, for, for you guys. A little game on Saturday. Saturday I'll be, evening. I'll be working. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually, I mean, I want to watch that game, but that wasn't going to be my scene. No, okay. Seen. Oh, excuse me. Uh, sorry, sorry a, for being presumptuous here. Um, next week, there's a Netflix documentary coming out about uh, Aaron Hernandez. Oh wow! And yeah, I really want to. It's it's something about like inside the brain of Aaron Hernandez, uh, and oh, like that'll be it has prison phone calls and things like that. So I'm really interested in seeing that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I've seen uh, I've seen lots of like over the, the holidays. I was watching lots of lots of movies and uh, lots of good stuff. I saw The Irishman. Um, was that good? I've, I've heard yeah. people haven't haven't liked it. Was that. okay. I mean, yeah. it was as bad well, as what you expected. Josh is still watching it. Yeah, exactly. It's right. like it is incredibly long. It's too long. I went and saw the Star Wars movie, which was also incredibly long. Um, but that was enjoyable. Did, did you sound like that? Yeah, he did. I think that was the, that was better. It was certainly better than the than the uh, second one in this installment. Was it was that comparable to the Force Awakens? Yeah, I guess, or? I, th- I guess so. They they did something. In, I mean, they tried to they, they tried to trick you in a number of different ways while you're watching that movie, which was kind of annoying. But um, you know, it, it was it was enjoyable, and this wrapped up the storyline, so to speak. Um, 
I'm trying to think of uh, anything no, else. I'm, I'm, I'm going mean, to give you a scene, and that's Ricky Gervais's uh, oh, yeah. uh, Golden Globes uh, uh, monologue, o- opening monologue. That's your, is that your no, scene? No, no, I was gonna, you, you, you brought that oh, to my yeah. attention, and it was great. Hilarious. So, yeah. Hilarious. Like, anytime those Hollywood elites can just get put in their place, man, mm-hmm. it's it's fantastic. I was, I was more entertained by, like, the shocked faces like oh my god i can't believe this like that like they like they never heard somebody dare criticize us like they never heard anything like that in their lives before like like how how dare he so yeah and then they just just go on and do what he told them right they go up and make their statements about whatever every time right and it was great that he joked that he won't be back and it's great that he joked about not being back because these people don't like being made fun of so they're not going to have him back honestly these award shows need to die you you've always you even wrote a column about how you hate award shows, right? I I've always loved watching award shows. I don't know why. I don't know why. I especially movie shows. Especially as somebody who doesn't like the Hollywood elite. Like yeah, you why would you? It's they're just they're so cringeworthy. It I is. don't care about these stupid people who need their ego stroke. Right. About, you've got hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm not going to stroke your ego and give you this stupid gold yeah. ball on a stick. I, I really don't know what it is. I think we've talked about this before. Like my mom watched it when I was a kid, so I always watched the yeah, Oscars. There's, 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 there's drama involved some, often. Yeah. So. so some of it's somewhat entertaining. But like, what were we just talking about? We were texting the other day about how the AP was giving out some awards that I was like, what the hell are they? Oh, it's players of the decade or what it's like what the hell is the ap why do they need to do that we need to stroke these guys egos even more here lebron here's another award for you buddy <laughs> in case in case you didn't have enough or we well, did, in what, case you didn't know how great you were like we're gonna tell you what, tom, again how tom, great you would are. tom brady be the quarterback of the decade right i mean they're get, like apparently ap has given out individual awards for like the decade and all these different sports i'm like what is the point of that just but greg you're i think what you know my, my, my response was we allow it to happen yeah. because we eat it up i mean we're a celebrity we we don't, but our no, the culture but, does. But we're a celebrity obsessed yeah. uh, culture that that feed, just feeds into this nonsense. Yeah. So, um, so 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 it's really our fault. The 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 the, the people that complain about the, the the I compared it to like buying a twelve dollar beer. Well, don't buy a twelve dollar <laughs> beer, and, and, exactly. and, and they can't and they can't. The reason why they charge twelve dollars for a beer at games is because they can because the lines aren't, buy aren't, aren't, aren't short. Right. Exactly. So they'd be dumb not to almost. Right. So. Uh, I, I I think the, the my two B scene will be just the football games this week. I think the Saturday games especially. I'm in, I'm interested in both of those. I think the Vikings and Niners will be great. I'm interested to see if Tennessee can give the Ravens the game because I think the Ravens have clearly been the best team all season. Can they can can a team push them uh, other than the Chiefs? Uh, I think and and Tennessee is built to do it. I think if Tannehill plays well, so so that'll be my. Um, uh, to be I seen. gotta figure out. I'm I'm working. I I was. I'm not gonna take an extra day off. So I'm gonna end up having just like work early in the day and then take time in the middle of the yeah, day between four thirty and like eight, eight. Yeah. to watch the game and then start and then finish the shift because the Ravens will be playing. Obviously, we have to be waiting for that anyway. So right, that's gonna be kind of a pain in the butt for right. me on Saturday. Right. And Alan's running a little late, so yeah. we're so we're we're gonna go. But uh, thank you for joining us again, sir. And uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for everyone uh, that tuned in. Uh, we will see you next week back here on Just Another Sports Podcast. Go Niners! Eat, eat it, Sean Payton. <laughs> <laughs>